You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I've always been here. That legitimately scared me. Right across from you, I'm the woman in the white hair. I'm the man in the red hat. I'm all I around you. I did not you see you. See. I did not know what was going on. I seriously thought somebody stole your phone or something. No, you see, I actually, I, I, I was hoping for that result, but I didn't figure that you would be quite that gullible. Well, I didn't want to look around the bus. It was, it was amazing because I could watch you the entire time as you're slowly <laughs> freaking out and looking at your phone and then casually looking to your left trying to figure out what's going on. It was awesome. No, it was not it awesome. It was a good day for Greg. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. We'll explain the, <laughs> the bus thing here yeah, in a minute. I'm pulling this up. Um, coming up on today. Today's show, we've got a few different things. Uh, one, we're going to be having uh, our, actually, our tax accountant <laughs> stopping really, by for real. We really are. We like to keep it interesting here. Yes. So you never know who we're going to bring in. Remember, we've had like van couples. We've had comedians. We're bringing in our tax accountant today. <laughs> <laughs> Who's no. awesome. He's been doing our taxes for years. His name's uh, Gilbert. Yeah, and Gilbert's going to be coming in. So it... it He's he's actually he's really awesome. So he's going to be joining us here in a little he is, bit. He puts on the show. up with our shenanigans. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he he helps us out mm. tremendously. I think we, it, we probably wouldn't be here without him. Yeah, I, I think that's safe to say. I think so too. Yeah, we would have messed something up extremely by now. So <laughs> Gilbert from H and R Block, he's going to be joining us here in a little bit. Um, also, uh, really quick, just wanted to let everybody know in case you missed it yesterday, we had a surprise interview live interview on the show yesterday we on did, the network. We had, we had 20 minutes warning that it was happening. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And we had to rush down here because yesterday we had Zach Sherwin and W. Kamau Bell in studio. And it happened live about 4.30 or so Pacific time. So I, I figure a lot of people may have missed the live part, but it is up as a podcast right now. Yes. So you can you can go check that out. Yeah, it was really fun. Too. So like we didn't really know if it was going to, because we'd been talking back and forth with Kamau. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, want to go on the show. But then, you know, we knew he came in yesterday and then hadn't heard anything. And at 4.05, just like, Where's your studio? And we're like, oh, God. And Greg and I are both at our respective houses. Right. Like, uh, shit. All right. We're going <laughs> to, we have to rush and <laughs> get there. So we did. And it was great. And went to a show last night. That was so much fun. Yeah. Well, and that's part of where, what this was, what we were referencing here. Yeah. So the, <laughs> with Sarah, Sarah and I, um, you know, each were taking the bus over to go see the show at the Hollywood Theater, which is where Kamau was performing, you know, with Sean Jordan and, and Zach and all that, where, where it was happening. And we were going to meet up beforehand and go grab a beverage. And uh, we're each taking buses from our respective houses. I happen to be taking the same route that Sarah was because I just randomly put it into TriMet and that's what it mapped me to. And I was like, you know what? There's a good possibility. I could be hitting on the same bus that Sarah is. So I, I thought what you were did, taking the max the whole time. So I, this is why this threw me off. Yeah, I know. So Sarah had no idea I was on this bus. And I, w- I knew there was a possibility that you could be getting on at one of the stops that I was going to. So I intentionally sat in the back and that kind of hid back behind somebody. You intentionally were creepy in the back of the yeah, bus. Yeah, I, I was intentionally the creepy guy in the back of the bus. Yeah, I was willing to risk that for because the payoff was too good. So I, I'm sitting there and then I see... Uh, like, we get up to the stop. I'm like, is that her? Oh, it is her. Sarah's getting on the bus. And you had no idea I was on the bus. No. So Not a clue. Sitting- because the, uh, I've never taken this bus and if, in case because we were going to Hollywood Theater. So it was the 75, which I never take if you live in Portland. It was the 75, which I never take, you know, because you get used to your bus. Like, I always will take, like, the 14 or the 15. I've never been on the 75. I was a little nervous. You were nervous but, on a new bus? Partially because also a giant, um, like, a huge 
like Mexican dude, like this old grumpy ass man was yelling at me because I was trying to figure out because the, there was the Express 66 and then there was the 75. I'm like, am I supposed to take the 66? And this guy started screaming at me. He's like, get out of the way. You're going to make me late for the bus and kind of shoved me. I'm like, it it was awful. I was a little flustered. Wow. Okay. Well, good. Then I he hit was you at yelling the right at time. Me. You did. So he was yelling so, at me on the sidewalk because I almost got on the wrong bus. So then I got on the 75. So Sarah gets on the bus and she's sitting like towards the front and I can see her sitting there. I'm like, all right, I got to figure out how to mess with her because you watch all of your your paranormal shows and your shows about psychics and weird uh, serial killers and stuff. So I know you're kind of an easy target. So I just sent you a text from my own number. I just wrote, because there was there happened to be a woman sitting across from me that got on at the same time, this uh, lady with like white hair. I wrote, I have white hair. Would you like to sit across the aisle with me? And then you, the, this is where I figured you would instantly turn around and, and look, but I you did. didn't. You didn't. Well, and that I was, was what so the greatest confused. thing was. So Sarah writes back. She's like, wait, what? Where are you? I just wrote, I'm across from you. I've always been here. <laughs> and at this point, I'm actually looking around the bus. So I turn around. I don't want to be like the person who's turning around staring. Because you don't want to make eye contact with weird people on the bus. Like, I just wanted to give like a brief, you know, just a brief eye dusting. Yeah, Ed says uh, in the live chat, Greg needs to carry a burner phone for times like this. I do, because it was a perfect opportunity. I could have had so much fun with this. You would have freaked me. Like, you was freaked me out this was from your phone. This was from my own number. It says it's coming from me. I know. So I was and thinking still- in my mind that maybe someone stole your phone or you, you left it somewhere. <laughs> or like someone got a hold of your phone and like since, you know, since... You have my phone number in your phone. Maybe someone was text mess. I don't know how I made it make sense. What was going through your head? Yeah, I really am curious. Because I looked around and I'm like, all right, maybe he's just assuming. I what I did think though is that you were assuming that I was sitting next to somebody with white hair. I'm like, all right, that's feasible. Maybe he doesn't know. And then you said something about (laughs) I can't remember. And then I said, I'm in the red hat. I'm in front of you. And And there's this guy in a red hat that was that happened to be sitting. It was a maroon hat. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's not on here. Well, from where I could see, it was looked looked reddish. So I figured it would it would pass. And then, uh, yeah, and then I was like, I'm the guy with the white guitar case in the front of the bus. Yeah, so, well, after you wrote, I'm across from you, I've always been here, I wrote, I don't want to keep looking around, are you on the bus? <laughs> and you wrote, I'm in the red hat in front of you. I'm like, what the fuck, Greg, where am I sitting? He said, you're sitting right by the guy with the white guitar case. See, what I wanted which to do I was, was. Which I was. What I wanted to do was end up sneaking up right behind you and then just be standing right behind you when you realize what's going on. And that would have ended so poorly. You want me screaming on a bus? That's not Yeah, I didn't think about well. that consequence of yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't think about that side of it. Yeah, if it, it would be like as though I were harassing you or something, and then you were screaming at me. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have gone well no, for me. That wouldn't have gone well. But I do appreciate how how completely gullible. I wasn't you are. gullible. Pretty, I was it's confused. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Well, the guy oh, yelled at me. He threw me off my game a little bit. <laughs> Side note: um, message received about the uh, Gilmore Girls comments from yesterday. <laughs> so yesterday, I we we talked about the, again going along with Sarah's gullibility. I'm sorry, I just have to bring it up. Uh, Sarah's watching the Gilmore Girls. Yes, the show that was canceled like 10, 15 years ago. And or apparently, something. I'm not alone. Apparently, you're not alone. <laughs> so I was giving my spoilers of the horrible accident spoilers that and happens, quotes, and yes. uh, the obvious, you know, when the guy turns into a serial killer on there. And I, I've been giving Sarah crap about that. We got a bunch of emails from, um, surprisingly, all ladies who are watching the Gilmore Girls. Who are, who are one of them just said, uh, "Fuck off, Greg. I'm watching the Gilmore Girls now. Don't ruin it for me." Um, you just that's that's what the email said. So, uh, so message received. I will. Scale back my Gilmore Girls. Nobody messes with the Gilmores. Come on. Apparently not. I didn't realize what a what a strong audience that is. I there. didn't realize how not alone I was in my love of this you, show. You really are. Yeah. It's apparently something something that I really have no idea about, and I should I guess I should probably shouldn't play with fire. 
You shouldn't. No, don't play with Gilmore Girlfire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people will turn on you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anyway, so last night, yeah, we took the bus, ended up seeing uh, W. Kamau Bell, uh, Zach Sherwin, and which Zach, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, Zach Sherwin, who is who's on tour with Kamau, he is one of the guys behind epic rap battles of history. Yeah. If you've ever watched any of those movies on YouTube, if you haven't watched them, do yourself a favor. Look up epic rap battles They're of history. They're hilarious. They're amazing. And he is uh, one of the writers, and then he's also in Fiverr six of them yeah he's in quite a few of them yeah and so he was he performed last night with Kamau and then afterward we all did end up going out for some beverages which it's was true. very fun it was it fun. was a nice time hanging out with the, some local comedians with Kamau with uh, the sack it was a it yeah was a it was time. awesome it was it was a lot of fun so so all of that's going on and that was that was fun because I got out of my house and I didn't have to deal with what's going on next door because I I have an update on something that I haven't talked about oh, for quite a while. Oh, you haven't talked about something happened? I haven't talked about them for a while. So for those of you, of course, who all know, I live in southeast Portland. Own glamorous, a house there. glorious. Glamorous southeast Portland. Uh, have a couple of roommates. Not not a bad neighborhood that I'm in, except for my next door neighbors, who, of course, happen to be meth heads who have lived there forever. <laughs> it's kind of like living next door to the Bumpuses from, uh, isn't, it, isn't that the next door neighbor's name in A Christmas Story? Bumpersers. Yeah, I think it's the bumpers. Yeah, it's like the yeah. gang of hillbillies that are yeah. next door with all the dogs. I just Whoa. have a gang of meth heads next door. All right, I'm impressed. You're name checking a Christmas story in uh, in January. Yeah, yeah. All right, Callback. the bumpuses. Something I don't know. It's, it's a throwback. <laughs> uh, so it's throwback Thursday, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> so um, they have uh, normally the way it works. Is during the winter. Yeah, that was that was that my was, stomach just made a noise. That I know. Was a cute girl. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll take that <laughs> no, out. No, don't show. take it out. No. We'll take that out of the show. No, I'm no, sorry. No. I took a drink of water. I'm still <laughs> have my cold going on, so I'm slamming down like vitamins and cold medic medication. So I'm uh, I'm a little hopped up right now. A little hopped up. On- a little hopped up on cold medication, and <laughs> it's doing things to me. So I don't want to know what is happening inside of your body. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's not that kind of. I get a head cold. And so I'm, like, taking 9,000 times more vitamins than I'm supposed to take and probably not doing any good for myself. But anyway, so the, the methods – anyway, the next-door next neighbors, usually during this time of year is when they're in their hibernation mode because I study them as though I'm looking at it – as though I'm the National Geographic expert on methods. That's kind of how I look at myself. I know you do. Because I have, you know, direct access. It's kind of like I'm right there You look like a people into their world. Yeah, I have a people mm-hmm. – because I share a fence with them and my, my house is higher than theirs so I can look into their, their side of it, their trash hole that they call a backyard. Mm-hmm. And um, normally this time of year, like I was saying, like they stock up on stealing metal during the summer months. That's their that's their busy time. They're metal hoarding. Months. Yeah, that's when they're hoarding the metal, yes. so they can you know get through the 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 you know lean times of the winter, mm-hmm. and that's when they kind of like hide inside. Like they don't like the rain as yeah, much. Yeah, I haven't seen them since. Uh, I mean, they haven't been dismantling cars out in front or anything along those lines. Yeah, no, but they are they are back now, and they're doing something back there, and I haven't been able to figure out what they're up to. So there's there's two things that have been going on though, and it's disturbing because it's during the winter. It's like somebody woke up uh, like a bear out of its den in the middle of the winter. You don't expect to see a bear mm. this time of year. You know, you, you figure they're they're in hibernation. Something's going on. Something no. stirred Something's them up. Something's amiss. Some yeah. It's like you know, like I expect a tsunami to show up or something like that because they've they've been stirred up. Like they know something we don't know. So the methods are now. Yesterday, are that's not, a little disconcerting. It is disconcerting. So it was yesterday. That I was getting ready to leave when I looked over there into the into their side of the side of the fence, <laughs> you know, observing, just making sure everything's safe over there. And lo and behold, there's two of them walking around on top of the roof of their 
of their house. So they will hop up They're there. back on the roof, like where the woman used to run around and bark at butters? Yes, there used to be a woman who would, who would walk around there, who would walk around in circles for hours and hours on top of the roof, and then would bark at my dog at the time, and that's, that's the same roof. That was terrifying. That was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, she would just sit there, bark, 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 and barking. You don't realize how creepy it is to see a grown-up barking at a dog until you see a grown woman barking at a dog. Yeah. It is just the weird, like... It, it's, there's something really unnerving about it. Yeah. So it sounds funny, but you're like seeing her, it's like, is she trying to communicate with it? Is it's, she just that crazy? Right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know exactly what it was that she thought she was doing. But these guys now, they're back out there. They're back on the roof, and they're walking around in circles. So they were, they were doing the same thing. They walked around in circles. And they didn't seem on to the really roof. be... Yeah. Have you ever seen any of them like fall through the roof? I've never seen any of them fall. I saw a guy riding a bicycle on the roof before. (laughs) There was a guy who who brought his bike up there, and he rode back and forth. There was a time when they put um, BB guns up there and were trying to shoot cans. So the roof is like slants at like a 25-degree angle or something like that. Mm. It's very specific. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to give it maybe a 15 15 grade. So they they would put cans up there and try to shoot BB guns, which I did call the police. And keep in mind, for anybody wondering, I, I call the police on them. Quite frequently, the police do nothing, nothing at all. No, not quite frequently. Every Even time. when they have a gun every out there, they, they had a they had a BB gun and they were shooting where it was at an angle, so it would if they missed, it would have flown off into the neighborhood somewhere, shooting their BB gun. But what what's going on is um, that the, now with their with so they're back up there walking around in circles on the roof. And I, I was watching them, you know, observing, as I would call it, because I am, a, I am a National Geographic expert, observing their behaviors, and I can't figure out what it is they were up to. So they were doing that, and then they've been playing really loud music, really kind loud, of music? really bad metal. Okay. And I like metal. It's really bad metal. How can you tell the difference between bad metal and good metal? When you hear it, you know. Okay. When you hear it, you, you know it's really bad. It's really bad. It sounds like it's like a recording of somebody's friend or something. It doesn't even sound like a real band. It's okay. like they recorded their buddy in a practice space. Or maybe he's actually playing guitar over there. I don't know. But it's bad. It's pretty bad. So something's going on. I can't figure it out. This is only the first step. So it's the rumblings. The rumblings. The fact that they the were out on the roof walking around in circles. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're playing the music back there. I don't know what they're up to. I don't like it. I don't like what's going on. But I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Okay. I wish you good luck on your adventure. Thank you. Yeah. My observations have just begun because this is, I don't know whether it's global warming. Maybe that's bringing them out of their, out of their hibernation this, this early. It has been a fairly mild winter. Yeah. Maybe that's what's doing it mm-hmm. because that's definitely a problem that should be brought up if that's going to get more meth-headed sure. activity during the winters. I'm very concerned about so that. So you're, you're more concerned about global warming now because it's going to bring the meth-heads out of hibernation. Early. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, that's exactly That's it. a fair assessment. Yeah. That's pretty much what it mm-hmm. is. So I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to figure out what's going on, but I will give an update tomorrow. All right. Please do. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Should we do a little bit of a world of crazy? My goodness, Greg. I think that is an excellent oh, idea. Oh, my. If only my computer decided to cooperate. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, I'm so close to just throwing this thing. I feel like... Uh, no, you probably shouldn't. You? you probably shouldn't do that. Hello, my friends. Hi there. Hey, hello. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> First up, uh, these are all, I, I realize that there's a common thread in my stories today, and they all have to do with um, dating, 
being in a relationship or attempting to try to get into a relationship. Okay. All right, so the first one I have is an update from yesterday. Now, uh, do you remember the story that I was talking about yesterday featuring the cannibal cop having a profile on Match.com, how he's finally out of jail looking for love in all the right places? Yes, he was the cop who uh, posted... Or uh, wrote a letter talking about how he wanted to eat his girlfriend. Yes, at the he time. wanted to uh, kill an. He didn't cook, actually eat do his it. wife. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, since then, he's, he, he he's did since not, divorced. He's since divorced. Okay. Did not get away with it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, it wasn't just one woman. I guess he had allegedly planned to kidnap, kill, and eat multiple women. Good. I'm so glad he's good. out of jail now. Me too. You know, he only needed a good year and a half to straighten that brain out. I'm sure out. it's all fixed. Well, uh, Everything's now, fine. <laughs> well, after it was being reported, of course, that he had a profile on Match.com known as Amicable114, Match.com became aware of it and decided to delete his profile. Okay, that's good. So there you guys go. And they said the reason that they did it is because um, the most disturbing thing is that... Um, he listed one of his favorite hobbies as cooking. <laughs> that's why they're like, no, if we don't think so. A nice Chianti. <laughs> oh, stop. So they have blocked him, and uh, he will not be searching for love on Match.com. Well, I'm sorry for all those potential suitors out there. Yes, I just wanted to let you know that. Um, but if you are still looking for someone, but you don't know where to look, this is out of St. Louis. A website has been offering a service now called Invisible Girlfriend and Invisible Boyfriend, where you can pay somebody to receive texts, phone calls, oh. and even handwritten notes for $25 a month. Wait, so the, the the invisible boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't do anything? Yes, it's uh, it's called Invisible Girlfriend, and he uh, has developed this during 2013. So the website uh, is accepting beta users now to test out the $25 per month service, which allows users to, cho- uh, to choose their fake significant other's picture, name, and age. Oh, my gosh. So the basic plan that you can get for $25 if you subscribe to InvisibleGirlfriend.com, it includes 100 text messages per month, as well as phone calls and handwritten letters. So some of the users who have signed up for the site so far include... Um, or it includes soldiers who want others to believe that they have a girlfriend waiting for them back home, or gay and lesbian why, folks. Why do they? Okay. Who don't want their conservative families to find out about their sexual orientation? Orientation, so they'll use this. They're willing to pay twenty five dollars a month to have a fake text messages and phone calls and handwritten letters. Wow. This is one of those money making things, Greg. That we really. It's seriously. Well, that's twenty five dollars a month. It's six ninety nine a month, and you get to listen to us every day. We do a show one day a week. That's an hour of talking. Pretend we're your boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, we or whatever you want to do. With our faces, right? That's a weird way to put it. But six ninety nine a month. First week is free, and then you get to listen live. And then, uh, hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you special messages. Oh, that's a- hi there. You're looking beautiful this morning. You, Greg, you, sh- you, you need that to- shirt. You and that shirt. That shirt's. That's a nice shirt. We need to See, isn't that, save that the domain romantic. name, the Invisible Podcast Boyfriend, or Invisible Podcast Girlfriend, where we can give special shots. <gasps> Greg. You, and that, that hair, Greg, that hair no, looks... No, we'll give special well, tailored I'm being, I'm trying shots. to be s- no, romantic. No, we're still brainstorming. I'm You're trying not to be romantic. romantic. No, we're still brainstorming. You, you and those that, that outfit you have on. Oh, that's a, that's a good oh, outfit. Such a hit See? with the then, Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to pay pay per month. Maybe there's something there. Maybe we can um, I think that we could offer a service like that. We could like read people like personalized letters like dearest so and so. Okay. I've been dreaming about you. Dear Charlotte. Don't use that voice. I've thought about you for hours. <laughs> Alright so yeah if you're interested in that 25 bucks a month it's in beta testing you can have an invisible girlfriend or boyfriend. And finally. I'll uncut 10 bucks a month. 
I like that. Yeah, let's just run them out of business. A hundred text messages a month. Can you do that? Yeah, you can. Your phone is attached to your... your no pho- problem. Your whole, we're doing a show and your phone is in your hand. Put your goddamn phone down. Fifteen. Fifteen a month. Oh, gosh, yeah, because it's breaking the bank. Oh, I couldn't do it for that until I get the extra Fifteen five. a month. And finally... You, you and the, that, that, the way you've done your hair today, <laughs> you, that's great. That's apparently how I am romantic now. <laughs> I like Vicky. She just cuts to the quick. She goes, that's not romantic, Greg. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky, you, that, 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 here, we'll try it out. Your hair today. Oh, that, that's, that's good hair right there. No? That, that, wow, that, why don't you tell her she has nice ears after that? I was that. complimenting hair. See? Your hair. $10. Well, I mean, you've just got hair. Your hair is hair. <laughs> oh, Greg. All right, finally. If we're friends let's, on Facebook, you would have seen Let's talk about your problems. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were going to do it. You... Let's talk about your big butt, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear who you want to complain about. And finally, we have a contender for the douchiest man of the year, and it goes to a man by the name of Tom Pecker. Tom Pecker. Now, Tom Pecker is a 26-year-old young bearded hipster man from Norwich, which apparently is in the Great Britain. Okay, we got the British accent going. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? Uh, Tom Packer, a 26-year-old from Norwich, is now trying... Well, actually, he tried. He failed. Tom so that's, there's a happy ending to this story. Okay. However, this is something that exists, and because it exists, it infuriates me. This guy decided to go online to Indiegogo and crowdfund 1,300 pounds to be able to take girls on dates so that he could find that special what? someone. Yes, he went to a crowdfunding site to raise money for himself so he could spend money on himself to take himself out with girls. So uh, and people gave him money. He describes himself as a cocktail bartender and occasional writer, and he's looking for love. Uh, so why can't Tom pay for his own dates? Well, Tom explains, I spend my time writing and making cocktails in a local bar. This, however, means that I sadly don't have the funds for 13 dates, especially if I want to impress the ladies. Well, then, too bad. So Tom says that the reason he settled on 13 as the lucky number of dates is because he saw a formula uh, that says it takes 13 dates to find love. So he's trying to get 1,300 pounds for 100 pounds per date. So he has a a reward system if you would like to support him with your hard-earned fucking money and let the student, which, Greg... I would be afraid to show you his picture because I would think that you might punch your computer. Okay. He just has a punchy face. It's a real punchy face. He has like, it's like, he has the um, tattoo, like paint by numbers arms where like everything like has, you know, the birds and then like, you know, all the, like it just looks like somebody painted on like cliche tattooed bearded hipster guy. All right. But with a British accent and little And people have given him money. He ended up making. This is going to make me mad, isn't it? No, it won't. Actually, he didn't succeed, so that's good. All right, but let me tell you what you can get if you donated money to this young man. So, Tom, for one pound, he will give you a thank you note in the form of a personal email. For ten pounds, he'll give you a signed photo of his face. Oh, my God. A hundred pounds get you a guaranteed date with Tom. Uh, in London, travel not wait, included. So, the, wait, you get a guaranteed date with him? You get a guaranteed like, date with here's him. Here's a hundred pounds. Will now you go out with me? Yeah, 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 and then. All right, no, but it gets even wow. better. Um, so, the guaranteed date with Tom is for 100 pounds, but uh, Tom also points out that it's a good investment because. <laughs> 
by spending the 100 pounds, you could be the one for Tom. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, a benefit for you as well. He can't get women to go out on a date with him anyway, so he's going to... Yeah, so he wants people to pay. He wants people to pay for him to take them out with their money. Okay. Uh, 500 pounds get you a date and a poem. Yes, uh, for an extra 400 pounds, you get one of Tom's poems, which you can find uh, online if you want to hear those. You don't want to hear them. They're terrible. Uh, And for 1,000 pounds... Oh, he's talking to our tax guy. For 1,000 pounds... You get a date with Tom in Paris, which he calls the city of love that you might fall in love with Tom in. Uh, so you pay the $1,000. Tom will meet you down in Paris. Yes, yeah, so uh, so far, well, at the end of the thing, Tom was able to raise 227 pounds. Now, I don't know how Indiegogo works and if he gets to keep it or not, but I don't know who deserves the money more. Tom for being a douchebag and asking people to give money or the people that actually gave him money. So. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So there you have it. Either way, I hate Tom. That's the bottom line. This is what I've learned from this. Yeah, it's been speculated. Someone was saying that it looked like a joke, and I don't think it's a joke. It's. I think that it's just gone too far. (sighs) I'm saying fifteen dollars a month. I can be. I can be the uh, the person for them. All right. So you're back to the invisible boyfriend. Yeah, I'm back to being the invisible boyfriend. Okay. All right. There you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Has crowdfunding gone too far? Oh, yeah. No, it, it already did that a long time mm-hmm. ago. There's a few different things with that. All right. Um, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Okay. And then uh, we're going to get Gilbert in here, and we'll be back in a minute with some more Fun Employment Radio. Up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Kevin Pollack, and you, of course, are listening to Fun Employment Radio. But you knew that, didn't you? You didn't need me to point that out. By the way, check out TalkinWalkin.com or TalkinWalkin on iTunes. It's me. Talking is walking. Wow. I always forget how much stuff Kevin Pollack is in. Yeah, I just saw him in, was it Casino? Yeah, he's in Casino. I totally he's forgot in, he was in Casino. He has small parts in like a billion movies. Like he, he, he is, you could play a Seven Degrees, like the, the game with uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. You could do that with Kevin Pollock. There is a, I always look up my Lifetime movies, of course, on Amazon. And uh, there is a, <laughs> he is in a ton of Lifetime movies, let me just tell you this. There's one that keeps getting recommended to me, but it's him like early 90s and he has like a pompadour. Does he play the killer? No, he plays the devil. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. He would do a good devil. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Good devil. Yeah. Mm. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. All right. uh, Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And so uh, we have a special guest in here with us. And actually, I'm, I'm amazed it's taken this long to get him in here. Nick, because we've known him for several years. Yeah. And he is... Four? Three, four. How long it's been it? about three years. About three, three years. years. Four years, yes. About three. Okay, so you guys all know that we get our taxes done every year with H and R Block, and uh, I cannot say enough nice things about them because I, I, you guys have heard me talk about it before. How I used to go to a couple of other tax companies, mm-hmm. which I won't name right now, and um, got severely screwed over by them. You sure did. <laughs> Until I started going to H and R Block, and then now it's just been a smooth ride ever since. And the man who does that for us is right here with us, and that's Gilbert. Hello. I I think um, <laughs> the reason I haven't been here so soon is because usually taxes are not your favorite thing to put on the radio. But it's riveting I commentary. Know you, I know you live 
all year to do your taxes. You just you can't wait for that date to come. April fifteenth is probably highlighted on your calendar. Everybody's excited about taxes. Know, isn't it thrilling? We're going to limit our guests to comedians and tax accountants. That's, That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, we always look forward. As to long as they're you. not the same person, you're okay. There you go. Do you have a burgeoning comedy career we don't know about? No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> just tax jokes. Just tax jokes. Yes. Oh. It's probably a market for it somewhere. Oh, I'm sure one. there is. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Yes. Just yes. do all the Anyone who has to pay taxes doesn't find them funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, don't they say that the two things you can count on is death and taxes? Yeah. That's one of them. There we go. Yeah. That's just depressing. And I think it was Mark Twain who said um, the difference between death and taxes is the taxes doesn't go up every time Congress meets. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a stand up. That was a good that's that it was right a tax there. joke. That's, that's right. right. Open mic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gilbert, we are, I mean, we're in the process of getting our taxes done. We, we have are. to get all our stuff to you. Which, um, the thing is, though, there, there's, there's so many confusing things that go along with, with taxes, which is why it's nice to have somebody do them for us. Uh, but there's something important this year that you were going to talk about. Yes. The biggest change this year is the Affordable Care Act. So we've been working on it for a couple of years, and we've been gearing up and letting our clients know that it's, it's right around the corner. Well, the corner's here. And so this is the first year there being Affordable Care Act information being reported on your taxes. So the first question is, do you have insurance, and does everybody in your household have insurance for the entire year? If the answer is yes, then you're taken care of. If the answer is no, then you have to report who had taxes, who had, inform- had insurance, and how long they had insurance. And if they didn't, then there's a penalty that goes with that. Ugh. And the okay. penalty was they were saying it was $95 a person, and, and so you know people just kind of brush it off. Well, it's, it's not just that. It's $95 or whichever is highest of 1% of your gross income for the household. Oh. And so that that can be a stinger. So yeah. somebody's got with $95 and and um, for example if somebody makes 65,000 a year a couple their taxes their their penalty may be as high as $447. Wow. So you just kind of so we're we're looking this year for a lot of conversations. I had two clients come in this morning that 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 was part of the conversation. And so it it be a conversation on every Return because first you have insurance, um, and then if you if you do you're okay. If you don't, we have to talk about the penalty and how much that is. And then also, um, quite a few people got insurance through the marketplace or through the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. And so if they if they had a, if they got their insurance through the Affordable Care Act, then they will receive what's called a 1095A form, which is another tax form. Not that we have enough of them, but we've added one to it. <laughs> so and you are so, supposed to get a form if you have that? So they get a form in the mail okay. from the marketplace. That's the, And that is if you got on the federal marketplace or, or Oregon or that type of thing. They'll get this form and they need to bring that in because that tells their situation in terms of, of what their subsidy was and that information. That goes on a tax return. So off of that information, if they had – if they had a subsidy, that is, if they went to the marketplace and they said your insurance is X amount, and because of your income level and your household size, um, the government will pay a certain amount of that. Mm-hmm. That's called an advanced tax premium. So you get that through the year. And um, what happens is if your income goes up or down or your household size goes up or down, then that impacts what you should have received. And so at the end of the year, we 
take what you should have received, what you did receive, and then we have to reconcile that. Okay. So if you got too much of this advanced tax credit through the year, then you have to pay some of it back, uh. <laughs> and that's going to be a and that's going to be a major hit for some people. So if they went through the year and, and they're partway through the year, their income went up, um, and they didn't report that to the marketplace so that they could adjust their their premium or their tax premium then um, they may owe money at the end of the year. Okay, so if they were qualifying for a lower amount. Uh, Yeah, so if they're qualifying for a lower amount and then they they made more money, then it it, it takes down what they should have gotten. Then they have to repay that at the end of the year. The opposite is true. And if they made money and then they they decreased it, then they may get more of a refund, more of a tax credit based on being in that category where where the government was, was was, was able to pay some of their of their return, some of their tax, uh, the, their insurance. Now, there's a question in our chat uh, from a listener named Edward, and he was asking, do you have to like show proof of insurance, or can you just tell if you're getting your taxes done? This, you year, you have... this year, you just say you have insurance. Okay, so you just have to say you have it. That's this year. In the, in the years to come, there's going to be a 1095B and a 1095C and a 1095D. So insurance companies <laughs> will be giving those to you in years to come. To, so you can verify it. But this year, they're taking your word for it. Okay. All right. No, that's good to know. <laughs> not that they won't check on you. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, this year, they're, you're, you don't have to bring in proof of insurance. That's a very good question. Okay. All right. Uh, there's also uh, – somebody has a joke for your, for your stand-up career, too. I believe Edward might be, a, might be an accountant. What did the I-9 say to the W-2? I don't know. Uh, I was hoping I was just being ignored. Does that make sense? I think he was. I think he was started the joke and then that he didn't the know joke. how to end it. And oh, I was wondering okay. what you were reading. I'm like, he started it. And okay. then he said he wasn't. going to All right, my bad. Oh, my, see, I don't know. It's a tax joke. I wouldn't know it. That's yeah. why. That's why we go to Gilbert. That's Maybe right. it was a tax joke. <laughs> Maybe it was, and we just don't understand. My specialty it. is not tax jokes, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg was telling you, uh, asking you before, if you had any interesting tax stories that so, you were allowed to talk about. So it's, it was on a. So one of my one of my colleagues was doing a return, and he was having trouble in in, in the in the um, computer putting in when you when you do a, a rental when you rent a, a room of your house to somebody mm-hmm. you have to claim that money and and it's kind of you you have to put in your formulas of how much of the house is rented and that type of thing and he was having trouble doing that so he asked me to come over and help him so I went over and I was helping him and. And we got it done, and I was just ready to leave. And I looked down, and on this guy's information on his rental, he had on there that one of his rental expenses was pest control, hmm? and w- which meant he probably, you know, had some pest control thing done to the house, and he was able to deduct a percentage of that. Okay. So he said it was pest control. So I just, to make it light, I just turned to him. And I said, "So was your renter your pest you're trying to control?" <laughs> And he said, my renter was my mother-in-law. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I said, I'm leaving right now. I didn't, want, <laughs> I didn't want to get in that conversation. So anyway. Oh, God. Well, uh, if people want to come visit you personally, then you're on 27th and Sandy. Yes. Yeah. And what's the best way? Because uh, there's actually a couple of people in here uh, in the chat right now who um, said they would want to give you a call. What's the best number to call you? 503-231-231. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Real easy to call. Gilbert, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for everything that you guys do for us. And do you have openings, Gilbert? Like if someone wants to specially request to talk to you? Oh, yes. Okay. So they can just call that number and say like, hey, want to schedule an appointment with Gilbert? Gilbert, yes. Yeah. And honestly, I'm serious. Like it's been awesome working with Gilbert. No, and I will tell you, I don't understand Texas at all, but um, like – Gilbert, meeting up with Gilbert is not something I dread. Like, it's fun. Right? We'll just yeah. sit there and drink I know. coffee. It actually we is. Do, we do have fun. I admit. We do, admit. We do <laughs> yeah. have fun. No, we sit and drink coffee, so. and you kind of explain things in a way that makes sense. You're it, right. That's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not like dreading no. going to the dentist or anything. We kind of go there. No. You know, we're just going to sit there for a while, go through everything, make sure everything's taken care of. And we've done this for three years. So we've never had a problem. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that used to be one of the worst days ever when when I would have to go into the tax accountant to like bring all my stuff in. Now that's it's awesome. Uh, people want to know: Can you do? Can they do? Uh, like, if someone lives out of state, can oh, you yes. do their taxes? I do quite a few out of state. All people. right, cool. Yeah, our friend Norman Texas was just yeah, writing and great. asking. If that's you could great. Do. And we can do online approvals and that type of thing. So we can do that. One of the things that I think is real important in a, in a to see in a tax consultant that you're working with is how much education they give you. Yeah, because. Anybody can do – well, I shouldn't say anybody. But, you know, it's, if you have a basic knowledge of taxes, you can plug in the numbers. Com- computer does that because I tell people I don't do numbers because that's, that's not my specialty. But it's knowing the information, knowing the logs, laws, knowing how to deal with it. And then a big part of that is just the educational aspect of it. And that, that's part of what I, um, what I try to help my clients with, be able to take the extra time to talk them through things. To, so we've been talking for several years about the Affordable Care Act and mm-hmm. it's coming and you need to be ready for it. And, and a lot of times I'll sit down and say, okay, what's, what's going to change this year for next year? So it's not just doing this year's taxes, but, but if you're expecting some changes for next year, how's that going to impact your taxes? And we can put that in a computer and we can say, okay, based on that, you should change your W-4. You should be thinking about sending some money aside. You should... Um, Try to have, get ahead of it, basically. Have three children this year. Right. Whatever, yeah. whatever you need to Kids. do. But that would be a feat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a feat. So anyway, so I, I think that's a big part of of what a tax person should be doing is, is the education part because it is so complex. Mm-hmm. And um, and I don't see that changing in the near future. How so, many years have you um, been in Texas? I've been doing it for 15 years. 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Hot dog. So then you have – and with that, you know, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an enroll agent, which means you take a series of tests with the federal government. And, and, then, and then Oregon requires that you have all kind of licensing with them. So you have to take tests for that. So He has many framed things on his balls. Yeah, <laughs> so along the way, I have the scars from taking all those tests. <laughs> when I finished my enroll agent, I walked down and said, you know, it's not important to be called enroll agent. I'm just glad I don't have to take these tests. Oh, Seriously. God, I they were, taking tests. Because they're, they're very complex and so it's no fun. But anyway. But that's why you do it so we don't have to. That's right. That's <laughs> yes. right. So, Well, thank you for taking some time good. for us, Gilbert. Yeah. That was Wonderful awesome. To meet this with you. awesome. I know. I'm glad I you... love working with the two of you. It's been a great thing. Oh, so. Yay. Well, good. and then you'll see our faces, but we're meeting with you in a couple of weeks. Pretty, probably, <laughs> probably, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's take a break and we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That was awesome. That was. I, you know, actually, I have to say I was a little nervous. I was like, well, I know, yeah, because not for Gilbert because we talked to him, but I mean, like, how can we actually uh, have a conversation right. about taxes? Right. Yeah. How do you make that work? I really do feel like I learned something. No, I did too. <laughs> yeah. So Gilbert is at H&R Block. And um, I would say if you if you want to help us and help him, you know, for their support of mm-hmm. Fun Employment Radio, give him a call. It's 503-231-8888. 503-231-8888. 
503-231-8888. You can do out-of-state taxes, too. So that's Gilbert. Give him a call, H&R. Yeah, and he really is cool. Like, honestly, no, we, we'll just sit in there. You know, Greg and I are kind of ragamuffins. And we'll just show up, you know, with our sweatshirts on and, like, our cups of coffee. And he's just like, all right, this is what you need to do. And he has a little colored tabs for everything. Yeah, and then he tells me what I've assembled wrong and how to fix that and go back, do exactly. it again. And then, yeah. And in a very nice, productive way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. All right, um... Got a little bit of time left here. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? We do. Because there are some, it's almost like a world of crazy ball talk. It, it, oh my God, balls are everywhere. <laughs> but it's true. Every time I turn on the radio, I keep hearing things about balls. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. I don't even know which one to start with first. We'll just go with this one. Pick a crazy. Well, uh, <laughs> Ball Gazi is still going on. Or deflate gate, or inflate gate, however you want to say it. Uh, that is the the issue with the New England Patriots. And right now, Bill Belichick, who is head coach of the New England Patriots, came out and made a statement. Tom Brady is supposed to make one later on today, I believe, or tomorrow, about the fact of that they used partially deflated balls during their game against uh, the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC Championship, which of course is illegal. Mm-hmm. So there, there's all kinds of investigations going on with that to figure out what happened, who messed up, how come it wasn't reported, and what the penalties are going to be. It like there needs to be a more severe punishment for that. 11 out of the 12 balls. Well, they have to have proof that they did it on purpose. All right. Two is like a coincidence. 11. Right. Yeah. But I, I think that's part of the investigation is, is to see when and where and how that happened. How did they all lose that air? Because mm-hmm. they were inspected. Who was, who was handling the who balls? Who did it? Who Who's... Squeeze the air out of the balls. Did they squeeze you know? the air? Or did they have to put one of those little needles inside of the hole? I don't know. Either way, we got to find out what happened with that. So that's that's part of the investigation with that. Moving on to ball talk. This is something that's just hilarious. So it has to do with uh, somebody who sent something out on Twitter that they shouldn't have. So, you know, we're starting to get better with Twitter. We're posting more, posting more stuff. At Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. Dillon, at Fun Imp Radio. I um, mostly just post things in here when you say something stupid. Is that why I'm tagged in a bunch of crap? <laughs> That's what, because I don't. I never know what to write until you say something dumb, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like Great. for example, the last thing I wrote on Twitter, I'm looking right now. Uh, Greg is singing a medley of Billy Joel songs, replacing most words with "I am the banana man, I am going to Japan," <laughs> which is what you were doing, by the way. Yeah, I was singing that, yes, but I were. didn't know that you actually put that on Twitter. I didn't actually tag you in that one, so you're welcome. Oh, so it's being out there without me knowing. Yep. What the hell? <laughs> Those are my private songs. All right. <laughs> Well, here's something that happened. Be careful what you're posting. Because uh, Gary Hamilton, I believe it's pronounced Gary, it's G-E-R-R-Y. I'm going to go with Gary Hamilton, who is an ESPN reporter at Hamilton ESPN, posted this yesterday. Hashtag ESPN 300. Number 29, Roquan Smith schedules Texas A&M OV Jan 23rd at hashtag UCLA. Jan 30th, already visited. Talking about a potential recruit visiting schools. And then he uses hashtag, <clears throat> excuse me, hashtag UGA, hashtag Michigan. And then the link, which is supposed to go to an ESPN article, I assume, uh-huh. is pornhub.com slash view <laughs> underscore video dot PHP. So oh, Gary bravo, bravo. had apparently been doing a little perusing on the internet not related to his job and somehow copied and pasted the link to the Pornhub video into his ESPN post. It was quickly deleted, but here's the thing. Oh, but it Once lives it's on forever the internet, on the internet. It's there forever. Forever. So, Gary Hamilton 
I feel bad for the guy, but it is so damn oh, funny. Oh, that's amazing. It's so damn funny. Oh, my God. That's like a nightmare. That's the thing that everyone thinks they're going to actually accidentally do. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah. Be careful what you copy and paste. <laughs> check, check, check yourself before uh, you do John uh, in Boring is saying that Pornhub uh, apparently offered that guy a membership. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, uh, moving on to Ball Talk. Here's another issue. This is a couple that has been brought up before on the show, but it's been quite a while. And that is former NFL tight end Jeremy Stevens and his wife, Hope Solo. Hope Solo. Isn't that the one that you like? Well, yeah, I think she's Or you respect her career. uh, I respect her career, yes. Mm -hmm. Hope Solo is the goalkeeper for the United States soccer team, women's soccer team. And her and her husband have been in a lot of trouble before. Hope Solo just got off of... uh, She was not charged. Didn't she beat him and then they got married? They beat each other. They beat each other and then they got married. And then she was arrested (laughs) for beating her nephew or threatening her nephew or something like that. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a whole big mess of stuff. But Hope Solo has now been suspended from for 30 days from the US Women's National Team because her husband got a DUI. But the reason that she's suspended, so her husband got a DUI while she was in the car. The suspension happened for her because they were driving a US soccer team van. They had a team issued van. They went out and got housed and then Stevens was driving them somewhere and got pulled over. In the U.S. soccer van, where he was then arrested Jeez with the DUI. Louise. So because of that poor decision... They are a match made in shit heaven. They really are. They really are. So because of that, the decision to drive the U.S. soccer team van, the soccer team decided that was kind of some bad publicity and not a very smart move on her part for a number of reasons. And so she, she is suspended from the team for 30 days. Making those good decisions, Hope Solo. Oh, yeah. One of the things was, yeah, Tony in the chat mentioned this, and I, I forgot to throw this in there. They did pull a, do you know who we are, when they were pulled over. Do you know who we are? Pulled a Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of a Reese Witherspoon of action. Um, moving on to ball talk. Here's the final story. This is an update to the ongoing saga of Robert Allenby. Robert Allenby is the golfer in who was in Hawaii. He's an Australian golfer in Hawaii. Lost in a tournament. Went out for some drinks with his buddy. His story was that he was kidnapped, beaten, thrown into a park six miles away oh, from the... Oh, yeah. And with the gash on his head and the homeless lady and that one? Right. Thrown, was, yeah. Thrown out of a car, beaten, had his phone, wallet, everything taken from him. And then a homeless woman scared off the guys that were beating him up and then got him to safety. Her story was different than that. Her story was that he was a few blocks away and that he had fallen and that there were two homeless guys trying to threaten him, but they were all yelling at each other. Here's a third story. There is a third witness that has come come out. And the third witness has come forward. And this is a guy by the name of Chris Chris Camus. And he is claiming that Allenby's facial injuries were not the result of a beating, but because he passed out and bashed his own face on a lava rock. So, this Camus guy, I guess, was just out on the street, and uh, Robert Allenby came by and told Camus that he had just come from a strip club where he had been hoping to, quote, get some action, and believed that he had been drugged. So here's what Camus actually said. There was no crime when I was present. It was his stupidity. Allenby passed out and hit his head. I was there. Nobody pushed him out of a car. He said that he didn't actually see Allenby hurt himself because he had turned around, but he turned back around and Allenby was on the ground and it, like rolling around on the ground after hitting his head on a rock. 
So he thinks that he just got messed up at the strip club. Maybe he was drugged. I don't know that part. Yeah. But he's claiming he was at a strip club looking to get some action. This is so weird. It's going to turn out like he ultimately went on a murder spree or something. Yeah. Like, that's the only way. Like, there's so many differing stories. Like, he has to be doing something completely something. insane. Yeah, I want to... I, eventually, it's going to come out whatever the final story was. So whether he was kidnapped by a team looking to rob him, or he went to a he strip fighting, club and got drunk. Or he was fighting homeless people. Yeah, fi- or fighting homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, or went to a strip club and just lost his phone and wallet at the strip club. Who knows? This is kind of fascinating, It actually. really is. So I expect another story to come out tomorrow. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to find out. We'll find out more when it, when it happens. I'll bring the breaking news. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yes. That was my song. That was a, that was a very very good song. Thank you. I appreciate it. What else do you post about me on Twitter? Lots of stuff. Now I want to look. Because I don't want to write about myself because I don't have anything like interesting to say. I'll be like, oh, just watched another episode of the Gilmore Girls. Oh, I'm painting a chihuahua. Like, mm. Nobody wants to know that. You're talking about me... Greg, you should feel special. At Greg Nibbler just said he wants to bring a fat roll of ducats to the strip club, so that's happening. I'm just making stuff up off air in mm-hmm. here, and you're posting all this crap? God dang it. Maybe you shouldn't have all of that crap coming out of your mouth. And I don't post half of the stuff that you say, because it would make you sound just completely insane. I don't want people to think I'm making poor life choices by associating myself with a full I'm not crazy, shit, you're crazy, crazy person. Okay. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. H&R Block, like we said, give Gilbert a call, 503-231-8888. And, uh, yeah, get your taxes taken care of. So, also, don't forget that the interview with Kamau Bell and Zach Sherwin is up on up at funemploymentradio.com and then on iTunes, which you can subscribe in iTunes and all of these things to make sure that you get the show. We're also in Stitcher and all of that. Yeah. Also, I wanted to remind you really quick, too, we have our new uh, merch out as yes. well. So I'm going to the post office tomorrow to send out this next batch of merch. If you want to get it in before I send it out tomorrow, let me know. Order something today. I know it'll be shipped out by tomorrow. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. Store. Go there. We got some. We got new merch. Store. It's pretty cool. Some of it's limited edition too. The uh, five year anniversary shirts. Mm-hmm. That's a limited edition shirt, and they're really cool. It's my favorite new shirt. It's by a the pretty. Way. It's a pretty cool shirt, mm-hmm. but it's limited edition. So I saw Bean in hers the other day. It looked very nice on her. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a flattering shirt. It is it's quite it's a flattering shirt. shirt. Yes, it's the best shirt that's ever existed. Probably is. You should probably get one right now. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. You guys are awesome. We will be back tomorrow. Oh, with a special guest tomorrow. (gasps) Yes. Oh. Should we say who it is? Yes. Okay. Tomorrow, joining us from Big Ass Sandwiches, it will be a Lisa Wood show. Lisa Wood. It's going to be a potty mouth show, everybody. It will be, yeah. It will be not (laughs) safe for work tomorrow. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck on Mike. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.